We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. It is not only for what we do that we are held responsible, but also for what we not do. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, we're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today the theme for our show is the gift of responsibility. And I'm Zara Hassanin. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the, Be the Star You Are charity. We are excited to announce that Be The Star You Are has just been honored as a top nonprofit for the seventh consecutive year. Congratulations to all the volunteers and supporters because you are responsible for making BTSY a first class. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of responsibility, so we're going to read the um, chapter from the book Be The Star You Are for Teens by Cynthia Bryan, and she also penned this chapter. Um, Maggie Di Giovanni was a two-time first place winner in the Be The Star You Are national essay competition. So this is the gift of responsibility. My siblings and I grew up in a miracle of a family filled with members who insisted we take responsibility for our actions. Each of us fell away from our teachings at least once, but like the prodigal son, we were brought back into the fold with love and joy. Though we were welcomed, we knew without doubt who had been responsible for the downfall. Each of us engineered our lives uh, by making our own decisions for a brief time, those decisions were wrong. Without the wealth of family, each of us might have ended in the depths of despair. Mama formed a center around which our lives evolved, and Daddy, sometimes reluctantly, enforced the rules. Mama, though old-fashioned in many ways, thought raising her children in the proper manner could only be done with the use of drugs. She used them liberally, and she used them well. Twice on Sunday and every Wednesday night, she and Daddy drug us to church. The preacher taught us about God and all the heavenly virtues. Mama and Daddy taught us to respect the teachings and our God. If either of her three children received a note from the teacher, Mama drug us back to school to hear both sides of the story. 99% of the time, she agreed with the teacher. If we had gotten too far, too far out of the bounds of decency, we were drugged to the barn for a serious discussion. Believing that family was everything, Mama drug her children and a sometimes reluctant husband to family reunion so we had a chance to get to know as many of our kin as possible. No matter how much work faced her, Mama drug out hugs, kissed our bumps and bruises, and helped build a playhouse or fort according to which child made the request. Even if she was in her Sunday best and her child was covered in dirt, chocolate, or other grime, she drug out the belief that hugs were more important than the pretty dress she wore. If any of her children did their chores in a halfway manner, 
She drug him or her back to the task, explained the proper way to do it, and insisted the work be completed. When we became adults, we knew that no job was too small to be done right. As we grew, Mama dragged each of us aside to tell us the facts of life and urge us to respect ourselves enough to say no to peer pressures. When we faced our biggest challenges, she was always there to listen and advise without judging. At our senior problems, Mama drugged Daddy along to shop. Because of the other drug she had administered um, in our youth, none of us felt embarrassed to have our parents present. Instead, we felt honored. Mama drug us other places, such as the dentist, doctor, and the hospital, and comforted us with her presence. She taught us that if we broke the law when we got older, policemen would be enforcing the drug rules, and they would be right to do so. She drug us into respecting those around us and ourselves. Both Mama and Daddy drug us to realize that our good names were the only thing that we had that couldn't be taken away. It could only be given away through careless actions. Mama drug us to visit those less fortunate than ourselves and taught us to offer comfort in any way we could. When cocaine, marijuana, and heroin became commonplace in the lives of those around us, she drug us to see the effects they had on people. Yes, Mama's drugs were powerful, and she made sure she gave them to us personally. The first time she used them on any of her children was when she drug us into her arms and welcomed us into the world made of a loving family. I raised my children using liberal doses of the same drug Mama dispensed until her death. So we do have an exercise. It's called the drug of responsibility. And before making any move in your life, ask ask for guidance through prayer. Have the courage to say no to a bad situation because... That is pretty difficult at times, you know, like Zara, there there are instances where we could take the high road and it could lead us to a bad situation, but we may not realize that at first and it could potentially lead to a bad situation. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, you have to learn to, um, you know, have good judgment because mm-hmm. you're gonna, it's not always going to work out if you, you know, go through with a bad situation and then you're not always going to come out you know, your whole self at the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And consider whether your family will be proud of you. That's another, that's another thing to think about too, is that your family has been through everything with you, you know, since, since you were born, pretty much, they've been with you the whole time, you know, cheering you on, guiding you, telling you whether or not, you know, this would be a good idea. So it's definitely a good idea to, to consider whether or not your family is going to be proud of you for the actions that you're going to take. And then the other um, thing you should do is consider how younger siblings might see your actions. And I definitely think that's true as well. Even though I don't have any younger siblings, I'm actually the youngest of four. But I definitely, yeah, so, (laughs) but I definitely think that's true because I, honestly, I think a lot of my behavior, a lot of um, the way I am is because, you know, of how I've observed my older siblings and the good example that they set and sometimes a not so good example that they've set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is actually really cool because we have the exact opposite situation where you have older siblings that you look up to. And in my situation, I have two younger siblings that look up to me. I'm the oldest in my family. So all of these actions that I take will reflect on my younger siblings and they'll see what I'm doing. And it's, it's a lot easier said than done. You know, you have to constantly pay attention and you're kind of a, a guidance uh, to them too, to your younger siblings because you're showing them what you're doing to get through life, you know, whether you're taking the, the highway or or the way that's going to get you into a better situation even if it takes more work. So yeah, definitely. 
yeah, it's interesting, though, that you have siblings that you look up to, but I have siblings that look up to me, so it's kind of a, a twist on, on the situation to see, you know, it's, it's interesting to see which side has which kind of experiences. Um, yeah, like, no, I totally agree. Like with you, you know, you've had your siblings probably make some mistakes or, or some choices that you're like, oh, yeah, that was a good choice, or oh, that was a really bad choice, and you... And did you learn from any of them? Yeah, I think definitely, like, you know, um, definitely, like, especially with study habits with my siblings, like, um, Mm. older sister, you know, I mean, my eldest sister, she, um, you know, she was good at studying and stuff, but sometimes she'd she'd be, like, really erratic about it, you know, like, she'd study for, like, five hours, and then she'd, like, stop for, like, days at a time, and then she'd, like, Oh, my gosh. And then my brother kind of, like, repeated that, too, except he, like, studied even less, and then, like, my younger older sister... Um, she started like studying more and I kind of observed her too. And I like noticed that like the only thing she could have like done better was like, you know, she used to take so many naps and she'd like never get up in time and stuff like that. I see all, you know, like I've seen it three times now, like with those three older siblings. So now I know what to do right. Um, this time around, have you had any experiences where like you kind of see like your um, younger siblings reflecting what you do or if you see them doing something you're like oh maybe I influence them like to be that way well um okay so it kind of goes with school as well you know I was I wasn't doing my homework I wouldn't study very often and I would get up late for school and um I just I wasn't taking it seriously and that was uh when was that I think that was like my my freshman or, or sophomore year of high school, something like that. And I knew my younger brother, not the youngest. I have two younger brothers, but the oldest younger one, he was going into high school pretty soon. And I felt that my actions and the way I handled high school would rub off on him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, they're going to have two kids who don't care or seem like they don't care about school. And that would just not be right. So, you know, junior and senior year, you know, I, I'm cracking down and kicking butt. So that way I have a better influence on my younger brothers on, on how it should be when you get into high school because it, it's pretty much preparing you for college. So yeah. you've got to take that seriously. No, I totally agree. And, like, um, I don't know, I'm just thinking, do you think they're influenced by, you know, the fact that you are young but you're also, like, a small business owner? Like, do they look up to you for that? That is the part that I love the most about being a business owner at the at such a young age is because I have two brothers that will will look at me and be like, "Oh man, I can do that because she's doing it." So I think we should try that too. And it's fun because they also have their own business that they're that they're trying to get going, and it's called uh, Chumbucket Candles, and it's a candle company with a shark's tooth inside the candles. So when you melt it down, you get like a surprise inside kind of thing. And so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love the idea, and I think it's so cool. And they have a lot of fun with it. And you know, I've been asked for opinions or, you know, what should I do? They've asked for advice. And it's really cool because it, it's another mentorship that I, that I get to participate in. So that's really fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It seems like you guys are like a family of entrepreneurs, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it's super fun because... Yeah, we get, like, all our friends, we get our family members who look at us, like, how do you guys do it? And it's, and it's just us saying that, you know, we're taking, we're taking risks, and, and it works. And if you can't uh, take risks, then you never know what's going to happen. So it, it's really fun to be, 
the family of entrepreneurs that has the responsibility of influencing and, and uh, being an inspiration for other people. No, yeah, I definitely think, and what you're saying about risks too, I think in a way taking risks is a responsibility too, you know. It is. Um, it's kind of, you know, like you can't just go through life comfortably all the time. You have to mm-hmm. challenge yourself for sure. And, you know, there's more than one way to do that. Some people do it through school. Some people, I mean, I think it's really admirable that at such a young age you guys are, you know, pursuing your passions. I think not a lot of, you know, young people have the courage to pursue their passions fully, which I think is yeah. You know, disappointing, but at the same time, I get it because, like, you know, it is scary, but at the same it time, is scary. it's definitely, um, yeah, no, I think it's definitely a responsibility that um, is important to learn that sometimes people kind of overlook. Yeah, I mean, you've got the responsibility and the pressure on yourself to choose, should I take this risk or should I not, because what would be the better situation and will it benefit me? in in a good way if I take this risk or if I take this other road that will be a little bit more safer yeah for sure and you know there's all that poem that they make you memorize in like middle school the you know two roads diverge in a yellow wood but I mean that really come back to like you know bite you (laughs) Uh exactly well thank you so much for this conversation it's interesting to hear what we can come up with and hopefully you guys are getting some tips from us and And uh, this is inspiring you to help with your responsibility. And thank you guys for listening. If you guys want more stories and encouraging chapters like these, check out our award-winning book at Be The Star You Are For Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand-new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Zara Hosning. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with an inspirational guest on the topic of responsibility. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Zara Hossman. Today, our show is all about responsibility. Joining us this week is Diane Bush. Diane directs the Young Worker Project at the Labor Occupational Health Program, or LOHP, at the University of California, Berkeley. This month is Safe Jobs for um, Youth Month, which is a campaign dedicated to raising public awareness about the importance of preventing teen injuries on the job. Diane coordinates a statewide working group whose goal is to protect and educate California's young workers. We are happy to have her aboard with us. So hello, Diane. Hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you too. So just jumping right into it, um, can you tell us a little bit about the organizations that you work with, like the Labor Occupational Health Program? Sure. We're a program that's part of the School of Public Health at Berkeley, and but we're actually coordinating a statewide coalition of organizations called the uh, California Partnership for Young Worker Health and Safety that is the group that is behind the Safe Jobs for Youth Month campaign. Oh, wow. So do you guys, um, are you affiliated with any other universities as well, or like who, um, who else is on, in, like, in, involved in this partnership? Sure. It's a coalition of state agencies like the Department of Industrial Relations, the Department of Education, Cal OSHA, the Labor Commissioner's Office, as well as um, teachers organizations and uh, teachers unions, parent groups, and uh, the UCLA Labor Occupational Safety and Health Program, which is kind of our sister program down in Southern California. So different organizations and agencies that can play some kind of role in making sure that young people are both educated about their work rights and responsibilities and also that they're protected on the job. Interesting. So as we learned just now that it is Safe Jobs for Youth Month. Now, what is that? What is Safe Jobs for Youth Month? It's an annual public awareness campaign where we our goal is to highlight the importance of preventing teen injuries on the job. Mm. And this year, we're particularly focused on this message around young people knowing what their rights are on the job as well as their responsibilities. Mm. But, but I do want to say that we totally recognize that employers and parents and educators all have a role to play in, in making sure that young people are safe. So it, it's, yeah. it's not totally their job to, to make the workplace safe, but they do need to know what their rights are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That definitely makes a lot of sense because, you know, I don't even think, I mean, I've had like one job before, but I don't, I didn't really know exactly what my rights are, but that's very important. You know, just as a citizen should know what their rights are. So should, I think, a worker. So what are five rights every young worker should know? Well, the five rights we're highlighting this year are first and foremost that have a right to a safe and healthy workplace, which mm-hmm. includes getting training from your employer about anything that could hurt you or make you sick on the job. 
So that's number one. Number two is that young people under the age of 18 actually have special protection. So they're protected from doing some of the most dangerous kinds of work, like working in roofing or demolition or working with most kinds of hazardous machinery. And they're also protected from working too late at night, too early in the morning, and for too long. So there, there are special teen protections. Then number, do you want me to go through all five? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to hear about those. Okay. So the third one is that we all have a right to be paid the minimum wage, and that includes mm-hmm. young workers. And in California, as of January 1st this year, it's ten, that's $10 an hour. Oh, wow. The fourth is that we all have a right to meal breaks if you work longer than a five-hour shift. And we also have a right to a paid 10-minute break for every four hours that we work. Oh, interesting. And then the fifth is that we all have the right to be treated with fairness and respect, regardless of race, color, gender, nationality, or religion. So, and all of these things, these are... These are protected rights, meaning there are agencies that enforce these if, if we don't get those things on the job. And, uh, you know, I used to, when I was younger and a little while ago, I had worked at Yogurtland. And they had actually had a very strict policy of taking your breaks. You know, you couldn't skip them um, if you, you had your lunch break and then you also had a 10-minute break that you had to take afterwards and it was it it was an enforced rule and if you didn't take your 10 minute break or or your designated 30 minute break you got a write-up or you got some sort of infraction for not taking your break so I'm I was glad that they enforced that because that job did get tiring you know as easy as it may look it, it was pretty tough you know you worked with machinery you worked with food you worked with customer service you were constantly on your toes so it was nice that they actually enforced that kind of thing yeah, I think such a, oh, sorry, what did you say? Well, I was just going to say that actually being able to take a break is does protect your health and safety as well mm-hmm. because people get injured when they're tired and mm-hmm. also some of the things you talked about like standing for long times, et cetera, that's, that's yeah. one of the things that can protect you from, from getting hurt. Yeah, no, I totally agree too. Like in school we always learn about the Industrial Revolution and how, you know, there was a kind of movement too there to help pe- young people um, get protection for the work they did, you know, like all those factory acts and the mining acts and all of that. And I think it's, we've come such a long way since that, of course, um, you know, we can't, child labor is obviously um, illegal, but at the same time, if you think about it, a lot of youth still don't know their exact rights, just as in those days, they didn't know their rights, um, which is why I think the Young Worker Health and Safety um, partnership is an important thing to uh, put out there. Great. And what are what are some of the protections that teens get? Like, what's the special protections that teens get in the workplace? Well, as I was saying, um, one is around the hours. So, mm-hmm. given your depending what age you are, um, you can't work too late at night uh and that goes against your curfew right like it it ties it ties in with your curfew it's actually unrelated to to any other kind of curfews i think are set more locally um Mm -hmm. so it's 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 a state law that for example if you are 15 i'm looking up on my are you a working teen fact sheet which people (laughs) can 
get for free off of our website. They can also download oh. our. It's a. It comes in the form of a free app. If, so if they go to their um, their phone app store, they should be able to find "Are You a Working Teen?" And on here, I have a chart, and it says. If you're age 16 or 17, on a school night, you can't work any later than 10 p.m. Wow. If you're 14 or 15, you can't work later than 7. And, and these, are, these are rules to, to protect teens so that they can prioritize being able to go to school, but also mm-hmm. to keep them safe. Uh, and then the other protections are around the types of jobs you can do. So, you know, if, if you're under 18, you can't drive a forklift. You can't use uh, powered equipment like circular saws or box crushers, bait those big giant dough mixing machines in a pizza store, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That's and it's interesting you um, mentioned those kinds of protections, too, because I know a lot of people um, that work at the local Safeway right um, near my house and apparently um, they're actually pretty strict with their teen workers they always say like oh like pick between school and working at Safeway like at least once a week so it's interesting that you say you know like there are protections that are um, meant to keep young people you know in school but also able to work yeah and that's that's pretty hard because you know once you get out of high school or you hit that age mark you now have to really prioritize yourself because if you're working a job and you're in college, it's kind of hard to to get those protections because you should be responsible enough to to get your homework done and to work, but it's kind of hard when you work uh, long hours during the day but you still have a bunch of homework to do during college. So, you know, it would be really interesting to see if they have those kind of things for college students as well. Well, actually, no. Once you hit age eighteen, the labor laws for you are exactly the same as mm-hmm. as all adult workers. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, do you wish that there's something you know, like now that you know, um, that you wish you knew when you were a working teen, or did you work as a teen? I did work as a teen. Um, I actually worked for a family business, so that was a little bit different. Um, but I, I do wish that I never really got any specific health and safety training about the kind of work that I was doing. I was working on a farm, and um, I, I think that would have really been good, and it would have been good for my, my family members as well. That's Well, okay, so you worked for a family business, and usually that that's uh, – a lot less stressful, um, especially if you know you had communication with that family, and it was a pretty uh, pretty lenient place to work at. Because I did work with the family one time, and and they had a pretty lenient relationship with me. But working at a company that you have no connections with, what can a young worker do if they have a problem at work? Because I know it is different when you're working with a family business or a company. Mm-hmm. Well. Usually one of the most important messages we have for teens is don't try to go it alone. So if you have a problem, find somebody to talk to. Talk to another a trust, another trusted adult, a coworker, your parent, a teacher, another adult friend, and do some problem, you know, as long as it's not something you have to deal with right in the moment, do some mm-hmm. strategizing with someone else um, so that you can kind of figure out the best way to approach it. Mm-hmm. If, if you can't get the problem solved with, with the employer, 
there are agencies that protect you. So CalOSHA um, enforces the health and safety regulations, and the Labor Commissioner's Office enforces the laws related to special protections for teens. Um, and with all of those, there are also protections for you uh, if you feel like you are retaliated against by your employer because mm-hmm. of making a report, um, you're protected from that as well. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for all this awesome information, Dan. It's really useful, and we're really glad that you were able to share all of this with us. If you guys want to learn more about Diane's uh, uh, organization and the app that she mentioned earlier, go ahead and visit your app store and look for Are You a Working Teen to get some more information on these protections and these rights that you guys have as working teens. And also visit her website at www.youngworkers.org. Support our show in these amazing segments by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more info on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. Also remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from break, we'll talk more with the heroes behind the Young Workers Project. So don't go anywhere. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of responsibility. I'm Asia Gonzalez. 
We are excited to be back this segment, and for this awesome segment, we have Kieran Kaur. She works alongside Diane Bush for the Young Workers Project, which is a campaign dedicated to raising awareness for teen job safety. She's an educator for Teens Lead at Work at the Labor Occupational Health Program at the University of California, Berkeley. So let's welcome to her to our virtual stage. Hi, Kieran. Hi. So can you just uh, start off by telling us a little bit about the program that you're involved with, the teen, Teens Lead at Work? Yeah, so Teens Lead at Work, um, we do a lot of things. So one of those things is uh, we lead trainings for other teens in our community. And we basically teach them about different health and safety hazards that they can find on the job. And we also um, do different community projects. So right now we're also working on um, a video where we go out and interview um, different teens at our school and find out how much they know about what, what rights they have on the job. That is really interesting, and I'm glad you guys do something with training, you know, telling uh, teens that they do deserve training when they're about to go into a new job, because I have had an experience where I went into a new job, and I didn't have enough training on how to work the machinery that we had, and I got in trouble for not knowing how, and I had actually, that impacted my status at that that uh, job and I had explained to them that I didn't have enough training and I would ask for more training and it would be very difficult to actually get the training that I needed to perform that job correctly so that's really important for for teams to know what to do on their on their job site because it could be dangerous if you don't know how to run the certain machinery that you have at work, you know, something could happen that could be bad. Yeah, it's actually the law that your employer must provide you training on the job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why is Safe Jobs for Youth Month so important? Well, um, you young workers, um, so we classify young workers as people under the age of 24, are mm-hmm. twice as likely to get hurt on the job. So a lot of teens usually don't realize that injuries do happen um, and that they don't realize that injuries can happen to them too. So most of them don't know that um, laws protect them from doing different things. Um, dangerous types of work so like they can't do construction um, work with different types of machinery so it's important for them to highlight that they they do have rights that they are protected from these dangerous types of works yeah I know that totally makes sense too and you know just um you know it's easy to slip into the mindset that this this is like not such a common thing that oh you know there aren't that many youth workers but I mean we have are invincible (laughs) yeah exactly and I think it was just so clear now that because, you know, Asia, um, she experienced um, a situation which, you know, she didn't know that she had the I mean, she probably knew that she had the right to um, get training. But, you know, not everyone always abides by those rules. So what do you think is the most important thing for teens to know um, to stay safe at their workplace? Um, yeah, like you said, it's important for them to know that they should be receiving training um, because, you know, injuries can happen with different things that they're, sh- they are, they're working with, but they should know how to use them. And what Asia did was good. Like she went up to her employer and asked for more training. That's something that teens should know that they have the right to ask for more training and they should be re- receiving it in the first place. Um, they should be speaking up if they're they're seeing something, even with other um of their coworkers, or even if they know that they might be getting hurt from doing this specific type of job, they should know that they should be able to speak up. 
Yeah, and what kind of jobs do you think teens typically work at? Because I I do have a couple friends that worked at um, Yogurtland or Starbucks or kind of food places. Because I've noticed that teens do work at a lot of places that that serve food. You know, they're either the waitress or the cook or the cashier. So what are some kinds of jobs that teens typically work at? Yeah, um, the majority of teens work at, like, retail store settings, so, like, Macy's, Target's, things like that, and a lot of food service, so McDonald's, um, Starbucks, like you said, Yogurtland, that's where a majority of teens work. Hmm, that's interesting, too. And just kind of going off that question, do you know if, um, if say, a teen, like, commutes from their home to a workplace, say, like, they live in a suburb and they commute to the city to do their work, do you know if their employer... Um, is it like their right for their employer to provide them with money for that like commute or do they have to do that themselves? I'm actually not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure that some employers do choose to help, you know, help out the worker with the transportation cost. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that it's up to the employer. That's not a law. I do notice that actually employers will ask you if you have a way to transport yourself to the job site. Because, you know, some employers are looking for somebody who is reliable. And if you don't have a way to get to work that is ultimately reliable, they might not hire you. So that is the one hard part, you know, not having a form of transportation to get to work. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I think definitely even in the last segment we were talking about how, um, you know, they, teens have a right to, um, if they think, if they file a complaint and they think the, um, employer is going to retaliate against them, they have a right to, you know, not be retaliated against. I think that's also important to, you know, know that there's also an amount of discrimination in this because, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of teens don't have the means of transportation to get to their job, but they should be, if they're qualified for the job, if they're the most qualified for the job sometimes, then um, they still shouldn't be deprived of the opportunity to work that job just because something out of their control. Um, so what do you like about being a team's lead at work peer leader? Because I think, you know, it's so important that you're a team that leads teens in this important issue. Yeah, um, I like being able to lead the trainings because at the end, or like during the trainings, we play different types of games. Um, we play like Jeopardy, show different types of videos that are more engaging, you know, and like um, teens usually tend to listen more when it, information is coming from other teens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that we also get feedback from them at the end of the trainings, and we like to know that like we're actually making an impact because because sometimes like when we're doing the trainings and we give them some type of information, they're like, "Oh, we didn't know that." So it's kind of interesting to mm-hmm. see that like some people have a lot of knowledge and some people don't, and it's, overall, it's just important that we're making an impact especially in our community. I think it's so awesome how you're getting involved with peer-to-peer mentorship because I find that super important because, you know, as we teens feel that we don't need to listen to the advice of older people and that we are absolutely invincible and we can do everything ourselves because what teen can't do everything themselves. Yeah. But, <laughs> and it's, it's awesome that you guys are doing this because teens do listen to other peers and people who are their age because it's, it's a credibility thing, I, I think, because we're listening to somebody who is our age who's going through the same thing as we are, and they're able to, to give us some advice and help on how to get through that situation. But what, what gave you the passion to start, this, to start uh, working with this organization? Um, well, 
I've had a couple jobs in the in the past, and um, when I started working here, I didn't realize that I did have rights on those jobs. Um, so it was kind of interesting, like. Coming into this job, I wasn't really sure what to expect and stuff. But um, when I got here, I was like, wow, this is maybe something I want to do in the future. And it's like something I'm really passionate about, um, especially with like trainings and um, different types of social media campaigns that we're running and reaching out to teens. It's it's something that teens like to do. You know, you like to be on social media. Um, yeah. So it's kind of fun doing it at the same time. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, you know, the thing you said about social media, um, it's a lot of times, you know, teens that are on social media and stuff. So do you think it's um, important for teens to be delivering this message or do you think it's um, equally as important for teens and adults or what's the kind of variation there? <laughs> well, like, to be honest, when when you're hearing information from adults, they you know, it's not as appealing as, like, having a conversation with, like, a teen to teen as, like, from an adult to a teen. You know, we use, like, the same type of language, choice, and stuff like that. So it's more important for teens to know, because we understand each other not as much as, like, adults would understand us. So it's important for them to hear, get the information from us. That's really cool. And I think social media is really important for this because we have our foundation really linked into social media and it's really easy for us to get the word across how can other teens help spread the word about this organization since we do use social media so much yeah so right now we are doing a social media campaign so you can actually follow us on twitter um you can find us using our hashtags which are young workers and the other hashtag is hashtag safe jobs for the number four youth and basically uh, me and my co-workers and the organization account we're tweeting different types of rights that teens have and just interesting facts about um teens on the job and things like that and so if you we'd love for you to repost or retweet one of our postings yeah totally and do you um, find that you know um, by retweeting and by taking all these surveys and by giving these presentations do you often find that teens know that they have these rights in the workplace or are a lot of them not aware completely of their rights no, like I was talking about before, we're we're actually going into our community and interviewing different teens about the rights that they have on the job, and we found that a lot of teens do not know that they have like um, basic rights. They don't know who, like who to contact if they do get hurt on the job. So through social media, I feel like more people will understand that. Okay, this is the organization I contact. Oh, that I'm supposed to get a break after four hours. So just reading it and seeing it makes some makes more of a difference too. And did you go to into a workplace and not know about your rights? Have you ever had an experience with that? Well, I worked at a family business, so I was working with different types of machinery. But I, I mean, laws for family businesses are different, but um, they are. Yeah. So, but I also went into. I worked as a tutor, so I wasn't. I wasn't really doing anything that was very dangerous. But um, I started working at Target, and that's when I was introduced to like I have to take a break after four hours and stuff. But I didn't know that that it was the law. 
Yeah, that, and it, there's a lot to learn when you become a teen worker, and you kind of learn as you go. It's kind of a trial and error thing, but you know you get the hang of it. And I think this discussion was wonderful for our listeners because they, I hope they learned a lot. So thank you so much, Kiran, for this terrific discussion, and thank you for all the awesome pointers that you gave us. And if you guys want to learn more about them on social media, be sure to check them out on Twitter and use the hashtag #YoungWorkers to spread the word. And we definitely appreciate your passion for this cause. Uh, thank you for being with, with us here today. And you guys, if you want to know more about Young Workers Project, go to www.youngworkers.org. Again, that is www.youngworkers.org. And be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Zara Osman. Don't forget to check out our newly refurbished website. We think you'll love it. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation. Stay with us for more empowerment and entertainment on responsibility. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. At 13, you are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of responsibility. And I'm Zara Hosnick. Asia and I will just take the wheel here, and we'll get, we're just going to have a great conversation on responsibility in our lives and in the lives of others. So, Asia, what, um, what kind of responsibilities have been uh, pressuring you these days? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm in my last few weeks of my uh, second semester of college and we've got finals coming up and I'm working on my English project and I'm working on my math final. I'm studying and I've also got my job that I've got to attend to and my business and uh, just a bunch of things going on right now. But the summer's coming up, so we're we're okay. <laughs> nice. No, yeah, definitely. I feel that, too. Like, I have, yeah. I, um, finals aren't until, like, early June. But mm-hmm. on this Friday, I'm taking um, an AP test, AP Euro, um, European wow. history. Um, okay. So, yeah, so it's pretty stressful. And, like, I feel like, you know, of course, I haven't prepared enough. But even though I've been reading and stuff, I've been viewing um, yeah, it's, I, it's, it's hard, it's especially funny. with all the files um, that we've got coming like, up to you know, I decided to take Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, so a couple nights ago, I took a nap, and my mom was like, okay, I'll wake you up um, in like an hour. And when she woke up, <laughs> I started like whispering like, Karl Marx, like, these are the main ideas of communism. Like, and then I like started going through like <laughs> chronology of European history. And she was like, what is happening? And then like today during math class too, I was like, instead of like seeing numbers on the paper, I started seeing like all these different names that I've like memorized. That was such a, oh, man. but at the same time, I think it's just like, you know, I have a responsibility because I've taken the class to take mm-hmm. the test. So I'm going to, you know, carry, um, I'm going to, you know, see through all that responsibility. Yeah, exactly. And it's tough right now. But, you know, I feel like it just comes down to prioritizing what you need to do because we have school, we have jobs, we have friends, we have other extracurricular activities that we do, and we've got our family. And it's just super hard because it feels like we just don't have enough hours in the day. And I really wish we had like an eighth day of the week just to have for just us to do nothing. (laughs) No, I I totally agree. It's like that Beatles song, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I totally agree too. And sometimes I get kind of, even though I, you know, I wasn't alive in the fifties or sixties or anything, but sometimes I kind of get like nostalgic for those times because it seems like high schoolers and just kids in general or like teens just had so much more like time. Then, you know, they, so easy. <laughs> yeah. And it just seems like they have so much freedom to like pursue their path, like their actual passions instead of being like, Oh, yeah. I'm stupid at, math, science, history, and English, and all these things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wish we uh, did um, have that kind of freedom. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, we do have a lot of extracurricular activities. You know, I have my art that I like to do. I have, um, you know, other passions that I have. And I have my business that I work on. And I have the radio show that I work with too. What are some of the extracurricular activities that you also have a responsibility for? Um, well, I play two instruments. Well, actually, I just put piano last week, but I still play it as, like, a recreational thing. Um, but I also play the violin, so I have violin lessons every week, um, and I have to practice. Otherwise, my teacher will yell at me, and I can't get better, and, you know, stuff like that. Um, (laughs) yeah, so that's kind of, um, I never really got into, um, like, sports that much, because I'm really, really, really bad at sports, so music was the thing. Um, also, yeah, aside from that, um, I like tutor people and writing sometimes and I also like um, yeah piano and you know just a lot of my extracurriculars aren't really like set in stone always um, these days I'm spending a lot of time on um, I take Latin at my school because that's a language that they offer and I have a lot of leadership positions and that so I have to like organize a lot of activities and like um, 
on the state level as well, like, because there's, like, a junior classical league that mm-hmm. operates um, at the state level. So I have to, um, you know, carry out activities for them, too, and send emails and all this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of strange because I didn't think I'd have to do all these things until I was <laughs> older. But now I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm pretty old, you know? Like, I'm 15, so it makes sense that I'm doing these things. But I don't know. I guess, like... It just creeps up on you fast, you know? It does, and it kind of feels like it's expected now of us to to do all these crazy things. And I started the business when I was 13, and I started to become a public speaker when I was around 14 or 15 years old. And I started this a couple years ago. And on top of that, you know, I'm trying to get this thing going where I want to find a foundation or something that helps kids get more involved with art because I I like to draw cars. I like to draw people uh, like portraits and all that stuff. So I like to to do art as much as I possibly can. And I thought, you know, if I like to do it so much and it's part of my passion, I would love to be able to give back to society in in a certain way so I can use my, my passion for art in a way that benefits others. So I, that's one thing that I'm trying to do. So that's another thing that I'm going to pile on top of everything that we've got. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I know school, like this stuff on top of school and stuff. But I think it's also just, like, really cool. I mean, one thing that I think is, like, really cool about you is that, like, all these, you know, you have your business and then you also have this foundation that you're trying to start. And it's just, like, it's not like your passion is something that you keep all to yourself. It's like you spread it around. And I think that's also a responsibility um, it is societal responsibility that we have to spread around our passion to make other people, you know, have passions. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. And but, that's why I love this show that because we're able to spread our passions and inspire the people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's nothing that we can't say, and there's no restrictions. And exactly to have our voices be heard. Um, well, yeah. Thank you for that great conversation, Asia. That was definitely you know made me think and I think um definitely teens can relate as well sadly we're out of time but thank you to Star Style Productions Cynthia Bryan Be The Star You Are and our Voice America Kids crew especially our engineer Mike thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and thank you our listeners for making us a top rated program I'm Zara Hossaming and I'm Asia Gonzalez you have been listening to Express Yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be responsible, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.